0: I'm like, hey, what's up, hello? Disclaimer, the views and opinions and content expressed on this podcast is informational only, not a substitute for seeking a medical professional for your medical care and treatment. Well, hello and welcome back again. Um, this is Siobhan Holliday, the host of Help Me Holiday podcast, and joining me is my daughter,
1: Hi, I'll be co-hosting the segment.
0: This is Courtney Bell. Yes, and she's the co-host for Help Me Holiday. Um, Today we're going over a topic um, for the respiratory uh, uh, systems that we're covering this month. And uh, this particular topic is uh, very, uh, it's not that common, but it is uh, dangerous. And it's something that we have to cover um, just to make sure that People are aware that um, we do see patients in the emergency room with this particular condition, even though it's not that common. You will not see this so much in the clinical practice, but because it comes on so suddenly, we have patients coming into the emergency room for this condition. It's actually called pulmonary embolism, pulmonary embolism. And the definition for a pulmonary embolism uh, it's basically a block. It's a blockage in one or more of the blood vessels that supply blood to the lungs. Most often, these blockages are caused by blood clots that form somewhere else, and then they travel to the lungs. Uh, Courtney, can you tell us why these blood clots are so dangerous?
1: So if a blood clot forms or gets stuck inside a blood vessel, it can clog the vessel and keep blood from getting where it needs to go. When that happens in the lungs, the lungs can get damaged. Having blocked arteries in the lungs can also make it hard to breathe and even lead to death. Most blood clots in the lungs actually form in the legs or the pelvic area and then travel to the lungs.
0: Okay, yeah, so that's why it's it's such a dangerous uh, condition. So uh, what happens, you need to uh, call 911 immediately. And some of the symptoms that patients will describe to us which lead them to because 911 one or what you will we'll, they'll say they haven't what what's happening to them they will have shortness
1: of breath mm-hmm. trouble breathing panting they yes feel like a sharp knife-like pain is in their chest yes uh, when they breathe in, or their breathing is strained, as mm-hmm. well as coughing or coughing up blood.
0: Yeah. So immediately, you know, that's 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 letting you know something is wrong. Call nine one one. Come to the emergency room immediately. Um, there, the symptoms of blood clots in the leg present pretty differently. What Courtney just described was blood clots that you would. The symptoms that patients would describe if they have a clot that traveled to the lung but in the legs those symptoms present as what what do people say that they feel that's happening
1: so blood clots in the deep veins of the legs are most dangerous and they're also known as dvt these clots will and can travel to the lungs and patients often complain of swelling pain warmth redness in the leg that the clot is found and these blood clots in the vein are also found or can be found in the surface of the skin and these are more painful they're harder and they bulge and it usually looks like a cord and we will often see redness or signs of infection.
0: Yeah absolutely and that condition when you come to the hospital you'll hear it uh named as a deep vein thrombosis. That's the medical term, deep vein thrombosis. And that's a blood clot that's in the leg. And like Courtney said, these are the most uh, dangerous types of clots uh, in the vessels, in the veins. All right, so um, how do we test for blood clots in the leg? Uh, There are tests called D-dimer tests uh, that we do when the patients come in through the emergency room. And basically, it's a substance in the blood which elevates when there's a a clot in the lungs. There's also um, a CT of the pulmonary, uh, a CT scan that we do of of your lungs. And it's called a pulmonary angiography. This is a special x-ray that's used uh, that. It shoots dye. Dye is injected into one of your veins. The dye shows up on the x-rays, and if there's blocked blood vessels, we'll see it. Uh, There's also a scan called VQ where you breathe in a small amount of a radioactive substance. Uh, You also have a radioactive dye injected into one of your veins. Uh, The substance will show any blocked arteries in the lung. Um, and those are we also uh, can do a duplex ultrasound if we're looking for blood clots in the leg. The duplex ultrasound will show us if there is a clot that's formed in some, some part of the vessels that uh, goes down into the leg. Uh, so and what are some of the treatments, Courtney? Uh, let's briefly talk about the treatments that we give if a person have a clot in the leg or the lung.
1: Medications such as anticoagulants, also known as blood thinners, are yes. typically used to keep clots from getting bigger, Yes. and these medications are given for at least three months and sometimes longer. The medications don't dissolve existing blood clots, exactly. They don't dissolve as existing blood clots, but keep them from getting bigger. Yeah. They also help keep new blood clots from forming. Absolutely. So some of these oral forms of medication can are known as apixaban, yes, Padexa, warfarin, and
0: Zeralta. Zeralta. Yeah, those are the oral tablets that we give. Um, uh, as opposed to when the patients in the ER, I'm um, in the hospital, we put them on IV heparin. So, uh, and then we transition to one of these other medications. Uh, They're known as uh, direct um, oral anticoagulation medications, Mm -hmm. the the DOAG. That's what we call them, DOAGS. It's just an acronym. Mm -hmm. Um, What else can we do? If medications can't be tolerated, some patients can't take any of these medications. So what do we also do? There's a procedure called an IVC filter that's placed in the inferior vena, vena cava. A, it's a large vein that carries blood from your legs and the lower half of your body back up to your heart. These IVC filters go inside, the, um, inside of that vein. They, it's a filter that traps any large clots that form below the location of the filter. So this is also helpful. Um, so uh, what can we do um, to help prevent blood clots? Um, there's uh, 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 different, um, different uh, um, things that we tell patients as far as um, you know, making sure that you're limiting your risk of blood clots from developing in your legs.
1: It is advised that patients stand up and walk around at least once every hour, as well as not smoking before going on a trip wearing loose and comfortable clothes as well as shifting your position while you're seated so that your legs and feet can move more often wearing high knee compression stockings is also suggested as well as avoiding alcohol and medicines that make you sleepy because this can stop you from being able to move around as much and if you're on a long airplane flight it's also suggested that you follow a lot of these things that we just mentioned because sitting around for too long can help form clots
0: yeah and uh, also we didn't mention in pregnant women pregnant women are also high risk for developing blood clots you have uh, patients that's on uh, that have cancers mm-hmm. a lot of patients have breast cancer all type of uh, cervical cancer and, um, they tend to be High risk for developing blood clots, mm-hmm. um, and as well as uh, patients that's obese. I think uh, Courtney mentioned that you can have patients that's not moving around, that's that have a sedentary lifestyle. You're at risk for developing blood clots, and sometimes we don't know why mm-hmm. you're developing blood clots. So in those cases, we have patients be seen by a hematologist. Because you do have to have some blood work to, to see what could be causing you to for your, your immune system to be uh, making and forming these clots mm-hmm. so, um, or making you at risk. So um, it's a very um, dangerous uh, condition that you definitely have to get treated for. And the quicker that you are uh, diagnosed, the, the better your outcomes will be. And uh, just quickly uh, and briefly, people who are uh, diagnosed with these blood clots, they always ask, well, how long do I have to uh, stay on these medications? Well, it just depends on uh, how many times you've had blood clots and how many times you've been diagnosed, uh, what your background consists of. Sometimes you can take it for a total of six months and you should be fine. However, some patients have to take it for a year, and then they reassess. But you have patients who have to take it for a lifetime. This, this is why every uh, individual is different. And uh, once you are diagnosed with these blood clots, you definitely have to be followed up. So uh, we hope this information has been helpful, and we thank you for joining, us in, uh, joining in on this segment once again. Have a great day.
1: Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye.
0: If you enjoyed this content, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Help Me Holiday on our social media platforms or email me with questions at helpmeholiday at gmail.com.